Question. Why do people always fall for stupid political tactics? You know, there's a plethora of information that Ted Cruz can run for president. Come on. <laughs> Maybe the funniest thing is a certain person has signed an executive order on gun control and lost his cool. And what has me mostly stressed out is more unrest in the Middle East between two of the strongest countries in the area. Also, Sanders surge in the polls should have Hillary Clinton shaking in her cankles. We'll talk more about that in just a second. You're listening to The Hard Truth with Jordan Gomez. Okay, okay, and that's, oh man, let's just jump on into this. Okay, so first thing we're going to talk about today is going to be Bernie Sanders' surge in the polls. Yeah, Bernie Sanders is at 50% in New Hampshire, and Hillary Clinton 46 in. <laughs> Martin O'Malley at 2.4%. Wow. Um, sorry, uh, sorry, uh, Mr. O'Malley, but, uh... A long way to go, brother. Okay, so first things first, I want to I want to inform you a little bit about uh there's a little video, uh not video, a little sound clip that I want you to hear before we get deep into the problem uh about Bernie Sanders and um here, here, let's just get on into it. My award for someone who thought of the right answer while the discussion was still going on is a young man named Brad Lanaweaver a member of Young Americans for Freedom at Pennsylvania State University. He has written of an encounter on the campus with a pretty young lady who believes socialism is the answer to our problems. His own philosophy was self-evident because he was wearing a button that proclaimed, Cut Down Big Government. Amen. With the cool breeze stirring her hair, she asked what Brad described as her ace-up-the-sleeve question. Even you right-wingers don't want to starve. Wouldn't you like a guarantee that you won't ever go hungry? Brad knew that if he admitted to this, she'd follow with, so why not such a guarantee for shelter, medicine, and all the rest? He paused, and then gave her the victory she was seeking, or so she thought. He said, sure, I'd like to lay my hands on everything I can get. Oh, she said, but the state is the closest you can come to such a guarantee. Brad described her as braced for a counterattack involving the magic of the market mechanism, but he threw another curve. Sure, he said, I grant that. There's something more. I'd like a guarantee of shelter and medical treatment and even some recreation. She must have thought she had a convert. A little shocked, she spoke, but that's what we support. Why are you wearing that button? She meant, of course, that cut-down big government button. Brad wasn't finished. He said to her, I would also like a yacht. Amen. Somewhat defeated, she answered, well, if you're not going to be serious about it. But I am, Brad said, as earnestly as he could. I would really and truly like a yacht. 
also a seaside villa. Look, she said sternly, you know what I'm talking about, sharing. I'm not interested in your greedy daydreams. I'm asking what everyone should have. All right, Brad answered, I understand. Let everyone have a yacht. But how, she asked lucidly with the first sign of a rational thought. Don't bother me with that, he said. There'll be a way, I'm sure. Just so everyone has a yacht. However, there is one more thing I would like. What, she asked. Two yachts. Brad wrote that she looked rather unpleasant at that point, and he feared for his safety. Then she declared, It's people like you who keep socialism from working. And Brad agreed. Yes, quite right. Perhaps if people like me were put away somewhere, socialism would have a chance. By now she was really glaring as she tried to think of an answer. Brad continued, But there's still one problem. How many are there, like me? Well, not as many as you think, she said, and walked away. And then Brad came up with a really appropriate last line. He wrote, There she's wrong, and that's why she's a socialist. All right, he is. Socialists ignore the side of man that is of the spirit. They can provide shelter, fill your belly with bacon and beans, treat you when you're ill, all the things that are guaranteed to a prisoner or a slave. They don't understand that we also dream. Yes, even of sometime owning a yacht. This is Ronald Reagan. Thanks for listening. Okay, so here's here, here's a little bit. Um, the, Bernie Sanders, I will say a, a couple things about him uh, that, you know, people are probably going to get mad about, uh, that at least probably listen to this show. But if you are uh, a Bernie Sanders supporter, you'll probably like this. You know, there's one big fat thing that is that is pretty uh, good about about him. At least he's honest. He 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 says he's a socialist, <clears throat> and that to me is a problem. Uh, not the the honesty thing. That's actually one of the, the the things that I do find wrong with the political system nowadays. But when we get down to it, when did America actually accept socialism? And and when did we actually think that complete socialism, even if it's quote-unquote democratic socialism as a way to move our economy forward, move our country forward. Okay, so I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, insight into what Bernie stands for, and and I'm going to give you a little explanation, and I've got a pretty little song to go with it. I believe and Rebuilding our crumbling infrastructure. I also believe in addressing climate change and doing real tax reform and protecting our most vulnerable Americans. I also believe that health care is a right for all Americans. I'm going to take on Wall Street and make college free. All of our trade policies will benefit American workers. We will raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour in the next five years. 
we will also make our country great again. Okay, cut, cut, cut it, cut it out, cut it out. Okay, let's let's get serious here. Okay, so we, I I don't want to go too long into this, but it has already been sort of planned out that this all these things that he wants to do would add to the deficit over 10 years, $18 trillion, $18 trillion. That is just about the same as the debt right now over the next 10 years. Of course, $18 trillion over the next 10 years. So how is he going to pay for this? He wants first to cut the military, cut all these things. And first, we've got way too many problems right now for us to be cutting, first of all, our our military. Okay, I understand that all these problems in, you know, the big banks, they were bailed out by the uh, the government. I understand. But here's the problem, Bernie. It was the government's fault in the first place. If we got our sticky fingers out of business, there wouldn't be these ginormous banks that own almost everything. And he... And this makes me really irritated, guys. You guys don't understand that this this guy is actually resonating. And I understand. I'm mad, too, because these people still exist. I don't believe that the government should infiltrate any business, own any business, bail out any business. It's not their job. And people are saying, capitalism destroyed America. Let's try it sometime. Capitalism wasn't what destroyed America. Big government did. The more that government gets their sticky little fingers into our into our life, the worse things are going to be. The less economic freedom you're going to have, the less liberty you're going to have. They're they're on an attack right now, guys. And 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 people don't actually think that that this is what is going to happen slowly but surely we're going to lose more and more of our economic economic freedoms we don't there is no economic the government should keep its sticky fingers out of it and it, if we look at the facts unemployment will skyrocket if we go to a $15 an hour minimum wage and, and I understand these people people are 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 in poverty but the way that we rebuild our nation is to not not make the minimum wage bigger is to make people's wages go up is to give people the ability to build their economic freedom and build their ability to push their paycheck beyond their wildest dreams that's why we have rich it's because they work towards a goal and they make it happen. Guys, if, if you want something, any person in America, I don't care if you're white, black, Mexican, woman, man, you can make it to the top. Just look at just, just look at Carly Fiorina. She's running for president. She was the CEO of HP. If you're watching the Republican stage, they are the show of how you can grow from nothing and become anything, become president even. And this gets us even into Hillary Clinton, into, uh, it's time. It's time for women to rise up. Yes, 
of course, everybody everybody wants to have a woman president. Everybody's fine with that idea. That's not the problem. The problem is we shouldn't have to sacrifice our ideals just to put someone like that in the presidency. If you want a, a woman president, don't vote for her. Vote for Carly Fiorina because at least you have somebody that's going to stand up for not women's right to, I don't even know at this point, but women's right to choose. If they want to be in the household, they don't get judged by a person if they want to do that. Oh, you stay in the house. Oh, oh, I, you must be uh, in the patriarchy. You must believe in the patriarchy. Shut up. I am sick and tired of hearing about the patriarchy. Do you think she's in the patriarchy? She believes in the patriarchy? No. I'm pretty sure she doesn't. <clears throat> so please, please think about, think about this. If you're a stay-at-home mother, that was your choice. If you're a stay-at-home father, that was your choice. You shouldn't have to feel like you have to do something because it, it, it follows a patriarchal system and it makes us feel unsafe. <sighs> do you guys understand where I'm coming from? Because it's... Wait. Wait. Oh, my God. Oh, no. She's here. Uh, uh, just one second here. I, I, I'm, I, I'll answer your question. I'm not a socialist. I, 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 I'm just a simple, progressive Democrat. All I want... Uh, here's what I believe. I... My simple Democrat, a simple progressive Democrat that wants to lead us down a path of <coughs> socialism. <coughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I, I'm not a socialist. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Wait, stop looking at me. <laughs> Patriarchy! Do you guys. What just happened? Oh, yeah, I forgot. We have incoming. Bullshit broadcasts. Oh yeah, I forgot. I, I got that installed. Yeah, so that's that's kind of what happened. She couldn't answer the question in a satisfactory uh, level, at least to me. What is the difference between a progressive Democrat in what she has said and a socialist in Bernie Sanders? And if you look at the two, it's really no difference at all. None. None whatsoever. So... We we if we look at it here, she she believes in raising the minimum wage. Bernie Sanders believes in raising the minimum wage. Okay, so th there's no difference there. She believes that Obamacare is good. Now Bernie Sanders doesn't believe that Obamacare does enough. So th th there's a little difference there, but not by much. And since she doesn't even know what's going on anyway, and uh, you know, of course. I don't even know what happened there. That was crazy. Um, Woo! I don't, guys. I, <laughs> I don't even know what. To, I really don't even know what to say <laughs> to that. Here, let me let me show you guys the the real the real thing, and you guys make your own inference if I'm being too harsh. For this audience tonight, our audience, <laughs> locate yourself politically in this country. Now we have Trump out there, and we have Bernie out here. 
Now, Bernie calls himself a socialist. Nobody uses a derogatory term anymore. It's his, he loves to have that label. He's never ran as a Democrat. He runs against Democrats up there in Vermont. You're a Democrat. I'd say you're a pretty typical Democrat uh, in the tradition of the Democratic Party. And uh, Humphrey arrested him. Scoop, uh, not even Scoop, I'd say Ron Dale. You're somewhere in there. Uh, what's the difference between a socialist and a Democrat? Well, is that a question to, you want to answer, or do you rather not? Well, well, you, you know, I, you'd have to ask. Well, see, I'm you'd asking have, you. You're well, a Democrat. He's a socialist. Do you, would you like somebody to call you a socialist? I wouldn't like somebody calling well, me a socialist. But I'm, I'm not one. Okay. I well, mean, what's I'm, the difference between a socialist uh, uh, and a Democrat? Uh, 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 Last well, I can tell you what I am. I am a progressive uh -huh. Democrat. I'm a progressive How's Democrat. How's that different than a socialist? Who likes to get things done and who believes that we are better off in this country when we're trying to solve problems together, getting people to work together. There will. Shut it up, shut it up. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm not a socialist. Come on. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that <laughs> they're really a a anymore. There really isn't any difference. They want higher taxes. Socialists and Bernie Sanders want higher taxes. I, I mean, just say it as it is. At least, at least he's willing to say I'm a socialist. At least he's honest. This is bull. And, and you see how she's. Oh no! Oh, uh, uh, how do I? How do I answer this question? Oh, oh my God! Patriarchy is. Oh, come on! Seriously. All she is. All she, all she's doing is she's she's terrified of Bernie Sanders right now. She's shaking in her boots because she's so she's finally being beaten the polls, and that scares her so much. Because as she thinks she's the cool guy this time, quote unquote cool guy, that uh, means she lost to Barack Obama last time. She thinks, okay, I've got this in the bag this time. She's shaking in her cankles, just like I said. She's, she's scared that she may lose to Bernie Sanders, a socialist. So she's like, don't worry, I believe in these things, but I'm not a socialist. There's a big difference. Uh, so I, I just, you guys, I don't, I don't even know what what to do at this point. Yeah. Well, it's time to take a break. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about what does it actually take to be a natural born citizen, and why are people making it such a big deal that Ted Cruz was born outside of the United States, and. How a constitutional expert and a man that actually ran for president under this clause is making these. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Hard Truth with Jordan Gomez. Life. Okay, so welcome back. You're listening to The Hard Truth with Jordan Gomez. Ah, man. Okay, so we've been having an, uh, some issues um, from... God, I so hate... I so hate this man. Okay, so somebody uh, was asked a question uh, this, this last week about Ted Cruz. This guy is just a big, nasty, slimy 
Uh, well, let's just roll the tape, and I'll, I'll, I'll show you what I mean. There's a legal mind on the conservative Who? side. Who's this legal mind? saying that uh, he has concerns that Ted Cruz may not be qualified to be president of the United States. God, these may stupid not people. meet the qualifications. Because of where he was born? Because of where he was born. Something obviously you talked about before with Barack Obama. It's something that I suspect we're going to be hearing more about in the next couple of weeks. Is there any validity to those claims? Well, I mean, honestly, honestly I, hope uh, I, 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 I hope don't think so, but yeah, but I don't know. I guess everybody's talking about it now that he's doing better. And I think that they are looking at it. And it's a problem for him. And it's a problem, obviously, for the Republicans, because if the Democrat, let's assume he got a nomination. And oh, my God, shut this up. Shut, shut, shut. OK. This is what I have been talking about with Donald Trump. This is what I've been been talking about with every single one of these people, other than a very select few like Ted Cruz and Ben Carson. All these people, oh, they're so slimy. And, uh, you can actually look, see the slime coming down their faces because it's so just disgusting the way they run their campaigns. If you can't win on substance, then you shouldn't even win. You shouldn't try to destroy people off things that you... And I don't blame him because, of course, he's, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not a constitutional expert. But wait... I, I think I have a constitutional expert here. Why don't we roll this one? And this one's going to surprise you all because him and Ted Cruz are friends. And out of any of these people, especially the one that sells signed copies of the Constitution, should probably know what the ruling is. Ted Cruz has a American mom born in Canada by a Cuban dad. And now... Donald Trump is wondering if there, if he, he in fact is, is an American. American. Are you wondering? Oh you know, I think without question, he uh, is qualified and would make the cut. You know, to be prime minister of you Canada, absolutely oh without God. question, he's qualified and he meets qualifications. The rest of what about for your primary, your caucus, your nomination, your the White House? You know, not a, I'm not an not expert, an expert on, on the natural born natural clause in the Constitution. Bad. People have various but, uh, opinions. Yeah, it, it is, is interesting, interesting, and I think sometimes because, uh, people point out it, that it's a double it, standard uh, in the sense that <gasps> people went out hot and heavy, including Donald Trump. You know, about President Obama when there was really nothing more than conjecture that he wasn't born in the country, and yet uh, there has been really the same outrage at all for someone who actually is born in another country born in another country okay so i've got a whole bunch of information here i've got one more clip and this is from a man that actually was born outside of the united states he was born in the panama canal and he's he's trying to make the same stupid jab at ted cruz and i i'm gonna give you the actual uh, ruling on how you consider yourself a natural-born citizen. <sighs> These people. I, I just don't understand. Here's John McCain saying the same thing. The answer, according to lawyers, is his mother was American, so he's a naturalized citizen. But that's never really been I tested. Do not, I do not know I, the I answer not, to that. that I know it came up I in my race up. because I was born in Panama, but I was born in the Canal Zone, which is a territory. Barry Goldwater was born in Arizona when it was a territory mm -hmm. when he ran in 1964. But you were born on a base, too, weren't you? Yeah, it was okay. on, it's a U.S. military base. Oh, my yeah. God. That's different from being born on foreign soil. It's so different they think, I from think being a born question. on I'm not a constitutional soil. scholar on that. 
But I think it's worth I'm not a, a constitutional scholar. This guy ran for president. This is what I don't understand. These people that are running for president claim that they are, or, or have ran for president, or ha- do know these rules, claim that they're not constitutional experts on the natural born citizen clause. Then you shouldn't be running for president. You should know the constitutionality of. You should know the Constitution in and out. You're running for the the highest office in the land, and you don't know the constitutionality of it? God, I'm so sick of these people. Okay, so we've got not only Donald Trump saying, I, ex- I expect Donald Trump to say this kind of stuff. I expect it. Because Donald Trump is just an asshole. He is. He's an asshole. You know, it doesn't say anything in the Constitution that an asshole can't run for president, but he is. I'm just going to say he's an asshole. Because he is an asshole. I mean, even even the supporters out there, they can say he's an asshole. I'm not going to say he's a xenophobe. I'm not going to say all these things that give him even more leverage on these people that are claiming that he's all these xenophobic, homophobic, all these things. Because, you know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. He's still an asshole. Any, I mean, from every single direction, he's an asshole. That's that's what it is. So let's let's get deeper into this. And I've got I've got a few things here. I'm going to read to you guys, and it's going to explain that. Of course, he can run for president. There is nothing that says that he can't. There's nothing. The actual rulings that have been made say. And I quote, Clause E, a person born in an outlying possession of the United States of of parents, one of whom is a citizen of the United States who has been physically present in the United States or one of its outlying possessions for a continuous period of one year at any time prior to the birth of such person. So, in turn, that means that they are a natural-born citizen. Okay. So, and I'll put the uh, the information in the show notes, but we really, <laughs> we really need to open our eyes when stupid people make stupid remarks. And I'm not saying Donald Trump's stupid. I'm not saying any of these people are stupid. But all they're trying to do is either slow down Ted Cruz from building his grassroots army, which, you know, I understand they're trying to fight. But be, do, be classy here. Don't, don't be trash because that's what you're doing right now. Especially the one that I blame the most is Rand Paul because Rand Paul is the kind of person that I actually think – very highly of. I think very highly of Rand Paul. But this ruined, ruined Rand Paul for me. I thought he was one of the best libertarian candidates out there. Except for Ted Cruz. Except Ted Cruz is more of a a con, uh, constitutional conservative. But he, he ruined it for me. Rand Paul ruined it for me because he... You guys got it. Because why? Why would he do that? He he was on the campaign trail with Ted Cruz when he was running for Senate. Ted Cruz sees him as a friend. Why would he try to do this and try to ruin a man's ability 
to run for president in some stupid clause that he does he he should know and i guarantee he actually does know but he's just being an asshole i'm gonna tell you straight up he's being an asshole okay so the next thing on our list of to-dos is gonna be the president's new executive order on gun control (laughs) and uh i think i've only got one thing i can say about that Okay. Well, it looks like we're going to have to take another break, but guess what? We're going to be talking a little bit about what he's insisting on for gun control in just a second. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Hard Truth with Jordan Gomez. guys and welcome back hey you're listening to the hard truth with jordan gomez so let's uh continue down this train but we gotta say it's okay sorry about that i just had to have uh you know the great and powerful ACDC explain how great the big gun is. Okay, so okay, we're gonna get down through the we're gonna go through the list of uh, new executive orders that are gonna be added to uh, the laws that apparently are going to help us because of course the laws that are already in the uh, obscene amount of laws that are already in on gun control. Okay, so first things first, it's. Uh, The first one is to keep guns out of the wrong hands through background checks. Okay, so first things first, we already have background checks. We already have background checks for every gun that is uh, sold to legally sell a gun. You must go through a background check. I don't know what... This is for... uh, And they're... The problem is they're claiming that there's some sort of thing called a gun show loophole. Or the internet loophole. There is no gun show or internet loophole. You have to go through a background check. It asks you for social security information. It asks you a whole bunch of information whenever you order online. Also, whenever you go to a gun show, gun show sellers are are almost always licensed sellers. So... I don't get get what's happening. Criminals don't follow laws. I don't know if you guys haven't noticed this, but criminals don't really care for laws. Um, you know, uh, drugs are illegal. Still broken laws. It's just ridiculous. Okay, so make our communities safer from gun violence. Okay, so we're the, the thing is is that they want to hire more ATF agents to enforce these gun laws. Okay. You know what? If it's needed, if it's needed, okay. You know, if we're not, if if it's not efficient enough, like if it's taking too long for these uh, background checks to be completed, okay. 
no one's saying that that these background checks are ridiculous. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But this goes back to criminals are going to break laws. As many background checks as you have, as many walls that you have that law-abiding citizens have to jump over makes it more limited for law-abiding citizens to protect themselves. Okay, so number three is to increase mental health treatment and reporting to the background check system. Here's, Here's the issue, okay? And this is where I really, really don't understand where they're coming from or get really mad about this. Okay, so they're investing $500 million into mental health care uh, system, okay? And so the doctors will report if there's any sort of mental health issue. There's an issue that I have with this. And, okay, so let's say in the worst case scenario, okay, a lady gets gets sexually uh, abused, okay? Okay, so in that situation i i've heard that people get scarred they're they're mentally unsta as mentally unstable okay so or they feel depressed or they feel like they're always on the edge okay so let's say that she tries to get a gun you know she's going to a doctor she's doing this that and the other thing she tries to get a gun because she feels that she needs something to protect herself i'm go ahead get it great great we need to make sure that you're safe okay so this will inevitably make your doctor report to the ATF if you have any sort of mental health problem. So that means PTSD of any sort. That means if you're depressed, anything like that. And the problem with that is is that people that have been affected by you know criminals or people that have done bad things to them, I mean, they need to be protected too. Okay. So okay, so the Social Security Administration has been indicated has indicated, sorry, that it will be making rulemaking to include information in the background check system about beneficiaries who are quote unquote prohibited from processing a firearm for mental health issues. Okay. So here's where things get really rocky. Okay, so old grandma is you know you know she's no longer able to work or no longer or she's you know too old to work let's just say too old to work if she's you know uh not as there as she used to be they are pretty much saying in this statement that she will not be able to possess a firearm okay that is screwed up people elderly women there is only one way to level the playing field okay and that's with a gun oh elderly Women, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, but the majority of women versus the majority of men, there is a strength difference. Okay, there are some women and some elderly people that are stronger than the major- than some men, but it's not the majority. Sorry, but that's how it is. <clears throat> okay, here's here here's gets into the... It continues on with just some freaking just ridiculous stuff. Okay. And just more money, more money piling into this stuff. So number four is to shape the future of gun safety technology. Okay, so their pretty much idea is to make, you know, uh, triggers that are can read the uh, fingerprints. We're just getting to the point where we're. it's going to be almost practically impossible for 
for the people that actually need them, the people that have been you know sexually accosted or are the weak or are the helpless to be able to get these things. And I understand that it comes from a part of the heart where you know you feel bad for all these people and I of I am one of the preachers guys that these people are evil these guys are criminals these guys are willing to do anything to destroy people's safety and people's feeling that they can do their day-to-day activities without being accosted in any way but here's my problem with the whole thing is that once you start limiting people's ability to protect themselves deeper and deeper and deeper. We're going to go down this hole where criminals are going to be able to just do anything. We'll just have, And we're going to get a little bit more into a deeper uh, understanding for why this is not going to work. Do you, do you really want to get these criminals off the streets without guns, controlling the ability for these criminals to have guns? Then invest in your police forces. Invest in... And believe that these people are trying their hardest to protect you. The closer and closer your government is, the more influenced it is by its communities. Our problem is not with gun violence. It's with criminals being let free. Criminals being, oh, well, you know, they're, they've been... I'm tired of people allowing criminals to exist. If if someone breaks the gun laws that are already established, then fix the problem. If somebody buys a gun illegally, take them to jail. If somebody buys a gun illegally and kills people, throw them both in jail. Stop playing around. And stop allowing the criminalization of law-abiding citizens. Because that's what's going to make everyone mad. I understand that there are people that believe that guns are not needed by common people. But I'm going to tell you something. One day, and I hope this day never comes, you may need it. And I hope that you have it. Because if you don't, tyranny may come knocking at your door. Okay, so in other news, we've got... Oh, man. This was a big deal. Uh, The Iranian protesters uh, ransack... (laughs) <laughs> the Saudi embassy after the execution of a Shiite cleric. Okay, the Shiite cleric, Sheikh Namar al-Namir. Okay, so this guy is a pretty bad dude. Now, do I think that the Saudis should have probably executed him? <laughs> especially in the situation where we're in right now in the Middle East and especially... Uh, with Iran being uh, in the situation it's in with, I mean, everyone. Uh, of course, they're, they're fueling and funding the uh, Islamic terrorist ISIS group. And um, so, so they, they kill uh, Namir and uh, Namir al-Namir. And um, I'm telling you, so the, they killed this guy, and now they have burned and ransacked the Saudi embassy in uh, in Iran. <laughs> so there was forty seven men that were 
executed in the Sau- in Saudi Arabian prisons on terrorism uh, charges. Of course, the entire Middle East is now naming this man a martyr. God, I, I just don't understand some of these people. Uh. Okay, so... With, with that being said, now now we have a martyr, even worse, a martyr in the in the streets, and uh, Iran and Saudi Arabia's relationship has now gotten even worse than it already was. And here's the problem: the United States is, has been allies with Saudi Arabia for a, for quite some time. And now with the new nuclear deal with Saudi, uh, with Iran, it looks like we're in cahoots. So, but here's one one very promising thing: Israel and Saudi Arabia look like uh, it's are forming a uh, very strong alliance together, and the Saudis would are at this point going to allow Israel to use their airspace to provide drones and rescue helicopters and tankers, stuff like that. So, it's actually very promising that that those two be together. The very reason why I say this is because ev- almost every single Muslim country in the Middle East has a very strong feeling about Israel and its <laughs> existence and it's really it's really concerning because Israel is seemingly the last bastion of freedom in the Middle East I mean there really hasn't ever been bastions of freedom <laughs> the Middle East isn't known for its great freedom so okay there's a positive there but where then do we get into bad situations okay so we've got saudi arabia and israel on this side and um also the uh russian the russians and the iranians they're they are in cahoots i mean it's just how it is okay so those two and then we've got turkey turkey and russia are not not friends they're not friends at all and uh you could argue that Iran and Turkey are not friends. But here's the trick. Turkey is part of NATO. What does that mean? Worst case scenario, it could be that uh, if relations between Russia and Turkey do not improve, there's a little thing called Article 5 NATO, which means an attack on one is an attack on all, which if you don't know what that means, you're stupid and you should probably think about your life. That means if somebody... (laughs) That means we've got to go to war. Okay, let's throw that idea out because, I mean, it could or it could not happen. Who knows? Who knows? Either way, it's a bad thing. Their relationships are diminishing very, very quickly. Okay. But they were never good to begin with. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm pushing on a break here. Just give me a few minutes and uh, we will be right back. You are listening 
to the hard truth with Jordan Gomez. Everybody was back you're listening to the hard truth with jordan gomez ah man okay so there's a big elephant in the room and i've got to talk about it so the fbi here and i've got to push this because this is just this is what we've been talking about this is what we've been talking about Okay, here, here's what we're... The FBI has now expanded its probes through uh, Hillary Clinton. More Hillary Clinton emails are coming out. And... <laughs> okay, seriously, though, this is terrible. How is she running for president? How is she running for president? I'm serious here, guys. If if someone like this can run for president, why is it such a big deal for people that even, I mean, shit, we could have felons. We do have a felon running for president. Okay, so serious here. They've expanded the... Uh, the probes, but now it's public corruption. Okay, so the FBI investigation into Hillary Clinton's emails, okay, when she was Secretary of State, they may have found an intersection between the Clinton Foundation and the State Department, which would have uh, violated public corruption laws, okay? Now, if in the, in the, the likely case that it's true and uh, in what sh- whatever case that she... What funneled money, American people's money, funneled this, funneled that. I can't rationalize that at all. Here's why. First of all, we're attacking people on stupidity on the right. Okay, people are attacking, not we as in, and, uh, as in people that are listening to the show, unless you, you are a, a, a leftist that is claiming to say that Oh, these almighty Bernie Sanders, the almighty Hillary Clinton. Okay, here's the difference. Okay, and I know that the right does this as well. Here's, here's what I'm looking at. My biggest, biggest thing that I feel that either qualifies you to be president of the United States or qualifies you to 
throw roses in front of the feet of the president. It's a joke. Okay, come on, guys. <clears throat> is one big fat elephant. Big fat elephant. Guess what? It is on one page. It's not 30,000 pages like your great, oh, almighty Affordable Health Care Act because it is called the United States Constitution. And there is no reason, no reason at all, that you should ever, and I mean ever, and I mean ever, think that you come above the Constitution of the United States. <laughs> this is not even the same country. I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. And you can tell our enemies that, well, they can take our lives. But they will never take our freedom! <laughs> but seriously, guys, I, this is something to consider. If, you're, if you are a, uh, a Hillary Clinton supporter, I want you... I'm going to leave links in the show notes to everything that we've talked about today. I just want you to be informed that these people may... Be fighting for what you need now. Or want now. But the problem is, guys. That you really need to think about it. Because if you support someone that has made, I would say, stupid decisions... President of the United States. Someone that they've already seen things that may lead to corruption in her own established entities. When do we make a stand for freedom? Here are things I want you to, to leave today. And you know, I do apologize. You know, this is a brand new show. There's going to be some hiccups. There's going to be some things that, you know, may not be as entertaining as. But you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm going to push to make this show better and better every day. And I'm going to tell you something. I guarantee you that if you stick with me, I will always lead you down a path to freedom. The United States is the freest country in the world. You can say what you want, preach what you want, pray for what you want, and stand up against tyranny. It's one of the only countries in the world where you can actually stand up and say I don't like the way you're running this country 
you can pound on the desk of the President of the United States, theoretically, not really, <laughs> and say, Mr. President, I do not like the way you are running my country. If you were to go to almost any other country in the world, actually, probably every other country in the world, and you were to say the same words, you would not be just laughed at. You... <laughs> you'd probably be thrown in jail. Especially in some of the uh, more strict cultures. But guys, we live in America. The United States of America that established the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. That all men are created equal. All men. Doesn't matter if you're white or black. Christian or Muslim. If you stand for freedom... And it is the only thing that is truly moving your country forward. True freedom. And not and not these Things that they're calling freedom by accepting everything. I understand. I do feel that every single person, no matter what sex you're in, everyone should have the right of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that means at all causes. The Constitution protects that. The Bill of Rights protects free speech, free religion, not the control of them, not the, not, and this is where the social justice warrior left gets me very, very angry, is that we have fought for freedom that our forefathers fought to protect not only your right to not believe and not only your right to say screw them. And not only your right to believe in God, but also not to believe in God. And people need to understand that these people are legitimate. Their freedoms are, le <clears throat> Their freedoms are legitimate. And that the more and more that we try to seek and destroy people's very religions and very binds of character where you're destroying the very fabric that is the United States. People say that we should have complete and utter separation of church and state, but here's the very truth. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal and endowed by our creator, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. They put creator in the Constitution. So I'm going to tell you something, and then I'll lead out. I've got a cool little clip for you that I worked on, and then I'll send you off on your day. Guys, thank you so much, and keep 
fighting the good fight, not violently, because that won't solve anything. And I implore you, go out and listen to actual substance that the people that are running for president, look into them. If you have the chance, ask them questions, because freedom is the only way forward. Guys, you have been listening to The Hard Truth, and I'm Jordan Gomez. You can follow me on Twitter at Spangled Awesome. You can also email me at jordangomez at gmail.com. And you can also, if you uh, come join our uh, community on the website at starspangledawesome.com, there's uh, a lot of stuff for you guys. And uh, we're working on the website. It's in construction right now, but uh, soon it will be up and ready to go. We've got some people that are going to be writing columns. And uh, thank you. This nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. The solutions we seek must be equitable with no one group singled out to pay a higher price. But our concern must be for a special interest group that has been too long neglected. It knows no sectional boundaries or ethnic and racial divisions, and it crosses political party lines. They are, in short, we the people. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. And I see a whole army of my countrymen Here to fight for Tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom!